I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. Anyone who's ever been a kid in a wintry climate can identify with the excitement felt by Peter, the young protagonist of Ezra Jack Keats' classic book, The Snowy Day. One winter morning, Peter woke up and looked out the window. Snow had fallen during the night. It covered everything as far as he could see. Whoa, snow! Keats's story deftly captures the wonder that comes with a fresh pile of snow. It also broke barriers by featuring a black protagonist at a time when American children's literature was almost totally white. And now that groundbreaking book is a puppet show. The audio track you heard just a moment ago is from the new joint production of the Repertory Theater of St. Louis and Stone Lion Puppet Theater. It's called The Glowy Snowy Day. And joining us today to talk about this wildly creative, pandemic-friendly piece of theater is Adina Varner. She's the Director of Learning and Community Engagement for the Rep. Adina, welcome. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me. So who had what I think of as the brilliant idea of combining the snowy day and puppets? I would love to take all the credit. Uh, I can't take it all, but I would say our artistic director, Hana Sharif, uh, really encouraged the artistic team to think big Hmm. and to think out of the box and to think of something that would be magical for our children who have navigated a really challenging year and to do something where families can experience something together. And so after weeks of brainstorming and collaborating, um, I was uh, thinking even for my own children, I have three children, what would be something that they're interested in? Mm -hmm. And me being from Baltimore, uh, where there's a very large, thriving puppet scene, I've always loved puppets. So I started looking for some local puppet theaters and, and was able to stumble upon the work that Stone Lion is doing out in Kansas City. And it just seems like a natural fit. Um, we're really, we were really excited also to, to think about not just a beautiful show, but a beautiful story. And so we decided to marry those two things together. So when you talk about the puppets here, the Stone Lion Puppet Theater, um, these aren't just any puppets. Tell us about what this, this group does. These are world premiere puppets. They are giant, illuminated puppets. Uh, they are, there are some that are life-sized and very um, uh, 2D. Uh, so we do have some shadow box puppets that are about four or five feet high. But then we will also have giant puppets that are eight to ten feet tall. So tell me how this works. This story, this is Peter, um, and it's, it's a kind of simple story of him out there. Are each of these puppets a, a person, or is this more elaborate than that? Such a good question. So the Ezra Jack Keats, the Keats Foundation, has given us the rights to really make a beautiful adaptation. And if you read the story, it is a simple story. It's a short story. It's beautiful. Um, And so we have added a little bit more description and dialogue just to fill out the experience. Um, So it's a little bit longer, and and folks will be able to listen to the storytelling by way of the podcast. But as they drive through, uh, each uh, scene really has a storytelling component. So they'll either see a shadow box puppet, um, or they'll see one of the um, scenic elements, um, or they'll see one of the giant puppets. So it's a variation. Each scene is very different. Um, there's some that are 2D. There are some that are 3D. Then there's some, like, fun special effects that, that are happening. 
um, all from Stone Lion. Stone Lion is bringing all of this really exciting work with them. Hmm. Um, they literally built it from the for, for, for us and with us, um, and so we're really excited to to have them here in St. Louis. And and you mentioned this drive-through component. This is important because this is what makes this puppet show something we can enjoy in the pandemic. This is on the uh, the campus of Webster University. And so families will be able to just kind of drive up um, while the show is going and, and do the drive at their own pace is the idea? That is That is one of the reasons why we wanted to do this. It is so important for us to keep everyone safe. Uh, we all have in some way been affected by the pandemic. And uh, in our original brainstorming, we were thinking about a walkthrough experience or something that people would have to get out of their car to experience. Um, what we love about Webster is that there are several uh, parking lots that have um, tons of space. And so people will literally be able to drive through and see each moment come to life. Um, they don't have to get out of their car. They don't even have to roll down their window. Um, but each moment that's represented in the story will be represented by way of the puppetry or the podcast, and they are completely, um, uh, each moment is completely self-contained. So that's why we are really, really encouraging families to, to come on out. It's completely safe. You don't have to um, do anything that would jeopardize anyone. I want to play another excerpt from the audio track. Now, this comes from Peter's enjoyment of this snowy day. He's out there. Let's listen to what happens. Peter walked and walked until he heard the big kids. I'm going to get you. I'm safe. I'm safe. Peter thought, it would be fun to join the big kids in their snowball fight. Look at me. I got you. But Peter knew he wasn't old enough. Not yet. And that is from the Snowy Glowy Day, which is going to run for three days. Uh, it's by the Repertory Theater of St. Louis and the Stone Lion Puppet Theater. Adina, how are you going to make this snowball scene work with puppets? I'll say it's the glowy snowy day. Um, and, and the puppeteers are developing um, snow mounds and then, that are, that are re- relatively large. And then they're creating smaller snowballs. They also glow in the dark. And they're literally bringing some puppeteers with them to uh, have this snowball fight. So they'll be tossing the snowballs um, back and forth to each other. Of course, they'll be dressed in their black, so they'll fade into the background. So the driver really will just see mountains of snow and snowballs just moving throughout the space. This sounds amazing. I mean, is it fair to say this snowball fight, this this has got to be one of the highlights of this production? It is. It is. We're really excited about the snowball fight. Well, so you've got 22 performers out there. Um, what's going to keep them from freezing as these performances are happening in a, on a December night in St. Louis? That is such the magic of theater. You know, the, the back-end logistics are, are a challenge. Um, but it's, again, important for us to not just think about COVID safety, but to keep our folks warm. So we, we, we're, you know, really thinking about the best way to implement breaks and to make sure everybody gets what they need uh, during the course of the evening. And, and so in terms of also making this show work and the magic of theater, are, are families going to have to maintain a certain pace for this to work? Like if someone wants to linger at this snowball fight and just watch <laughs> this for hours, is that going to throw things off for everybody behind them? It it won't. One of the good things about the podcast is we're actually giving folks instructions on how to navigate through the experience, and the podcast will actually signal when it's time to move to the next 
theme. Hmm. So even as though it's beautiful, um, and we'll give folks a little bit of time in between so that they can still just kind of marvel at it, but the podcast will actually tell them when it's time to move. Hmm. So what are you expecting in terms of the total time commitment for somebody who's going to sit through or uh, or drive through this play? (laughs) The the drive-through really will probably be, we're estimating 10 minutes, um, depending, again, on, on how people move through. But the podcast itself is about 10 minutes. Um, and I think that once they get to the end, um, there's certainly going to be, uh, there's actually a surprise that I'll tell you about this. There is an actual uh, live moment um, where we get a glimpse into into what Peter um, may, may look like and be. And so we're excited even about that final moment. Um, and so people can wave and, and still feel like they've experienced something that was live just to try and speak to the, that um, critical component of live theater. Um, but I, we don't anticipate it being a long wait. Um, this is new. We're, we're not um, the region. We, we do tons of beautiful light shows, but we've never really seen a story coupled with a light show like this. Mm-hmm. So we do have, we, we're planning for, for weights. Uh, we've got uh, a whole bunch of things in action uh, just to anticipate crowds, uh, but we still anticipate um, pretty frequent movement, and we don't think that lines will be long, and we think that people will be able to move through at a really good pace. Okay, well, this all sounds so much fun, and, and we haven't mentioned one of the things that I think families are really going to be excited to hear. You're doing all this for free. How are you able to pull that off when you have a, a production with 22 performers and, and these elaborate sets, and it, it sounds like just so much work is going into this? It's been it's been such a wonderful process, and really it's the generosity of the Doris Duke Foundation. Um, who uh, have uh, given us tremendous, tremendous support over the past couple of years, especially since um, our new artistic director has joined the theater. Um, so we, we definitely have to, to say out loud that we would not have been able to, to do this really uh, imaginative, innovative work without their generous support. Mm-hmm. Well, this sounds so great. And you mentioned earlier you've got three kids. Um, have your kids gotten a sneak peek at the glowy, snowy day yet? Well, I will say that some of those voices that you hear, uh, some of those voices, especially the, the big kid voices, are, are my children, actually. They've been a part supporting. of this. That's they amazing. They have been a part. Uh, we're re- very excited. They are excited to hear it all uh, once it all comes together and to see it coupled with the, the puppetry. So um, we're excited, and, and they are, are tickled that they were able to help mom and help the reps. Well, that is so exciting, and this whole production sounds so great. We want to encourage people. You can check this out. We have a lot of information about it on our website. That's stlpublicradio.org. It is free to to go to this thing. You don't need tickets. Uh, You can just show up. Um, And there's also information on the Repertory Theater of St. Louis's website about that. So Adina Varner, Director of Learning and Community Engagement for the Repertory Theater of St. Louis, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you again, Sarah. It's been a pleasure. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks.
Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.